Philadelphia, are you ready? This is Brotherly Love Wrestling Podcast, your first stop for everything professional wrestling. So sit back and enjoy wrestling talk at its finest with your hosts, Larry Hall and Joe Corrado. Welcome everybody to Brotherly Love Wrestling and on today's show our guest has been on the show before but not by himself but today he is all alone. So Maximilian Zero, welcome to the show. All alone and invisible. Yes. Oh it's just my voice. It's it's great. I can't wait to be all alone on this show <laughs> and not have anyone else to like talk over you. Play off of or hide behind. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> Here's the thing though. We, we don't know if you are by yourself. You could have a room full of people. We don't know this. I am in a room full of nothing but cats, and I feel like they're not going to help me. <laughs> uh, that's my wife to a T. That's like heaven would be that. It's like heaven would be there, and then above heaven would be a room full of cats. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. If I can have as many cats as legally allowed by the state of Pennsylvania, I would absolutely. At some point, that will happen. Is there a legal limit to the amount of cats you can have? I feel like they're not like how many square feet you have. Like, like if I'm in a I'm in a I'm in a two two bedroom apartment, like I can't have like thirty cats and just roaming around in here. As much as I would love to just have thirty cats roaming around in here. Here's here's the thing. I don't think there's a law against that. I think you made this up. I think you can legally have 30 cats. It's a lie imposed upon myself to not have 30 cats. <laughs> there's a standard, right? There's a standard. And then the you have to pick, the house your, you have to pick your favorite at that point. You can't have 30 favorites. I mean, you could have 30 favorites, but there's always going to be one standout. Well, that's well, that's good content at that point because then I can like release tier videos and then like. I could do those those YouTube rankings with like which of my cats is <laughs> tier, which of my cats is S tier. Like I could I could milk that. Ah, tis the beauty of this show that you don't know which turn it's going to take and when it's going to be taken. This just so happened to be taken right in the beginning and could set us on a completely different trajectory on what we actually wanted to talk about, but not today. <laughs> is this not a cat? <laughs> <laughs> there there was an event this past weekend uh, for a promotion that you've been on numerous times known as Camp Leapfrog. Camper's Choice was this past Saturday, and you were the main event. Now, first, before we get into any of the details of the match or anything like that, how did it feel to be the main event of the show? It was... Honestly, it was very exciting and very nervous at the same time. The closest I've ever been to a main event is back when Chikara was still a thing and we had the Cybernetico. And that was me and 12 other people. And I was just like, one in a bigger cog of a match. And it was very, very intimidating to go into a match and just being like, okay, you're ending the show. Also, 
Uh, the fans are picking every match, so they're going to be very excited about those matches, but they're not picking yours. So... <laughs> <laughs> so there's a good chance they might not be excited about that match. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad everyone was very excited for it. It um, was... It was a it was a I match really with a certain got under my skin, and I'm glad. Uh, I'm not going to spoil how it ends, but go watch it. It's on Facebook, Independent Wrestling. Great show from top to bottom. I feel. I rewatched it this morning, actually. Yeah, I feel like that's kind of been Leapfrog's mo since they've been around for the very short amount of time. Is that from top to bottom these cards? They seem to be getting better and better, and they seem to be getting even more different and, and more creative. There's there's always an angle, and there's always something going on. There's always characters, which you don't get to see a lot of in wrestling. And every it seems like every person involved is a very, very separate and particular character, which is great to see because it gives you that fun aspect of what wrestling is when you boil it all down. It's supposed to be fun. Absolutely. And I feel like the more we're going to go on, the better these shows are going to get. Because one, we have our standard, like, we do have our cast of people who come to camp. But you've also been bringing in some outsiders. Going on, so, like, you know what everyone's about. And yeah. we also, we always bring in the most interesting people. Just to we bring these larger than life characters in to play off these characters we got. And, like, I feel like it would be very difficult for someone to go. There's one definitive favorite camper. I feel like everyone is such a good character. We have such a good, like, just group there. So, like, I like if someone said, I don't know, Francis Wright is my favorite character at Camp Leapfrog. Like, yeah, he's great. He's great. His character's great. Like, and he gets across in every match that he's in, and everyone gets that moment in that camp, which I love. Now, do you think you uh, you think you jumped up the rankings after this past weekend as one of of people's favorites? Um, I would hope so. <clears throat> um, I mean, I had a lot of fun in the match. Whenever I'm, whenever I'm in a match, and whenever like my whole philosophy in wrestling is that um, if I had fun doing it, um, other people are also going to enjoy it. And it was very nice to come out of a match and be like. That was a very hard-hitting, brutal match, and I had so much fun just beating up blank and getting hit by blank. And it was very nice to come to Twitter and everything afterwards and everyone being like, that was a very good match, and it's a good feeling to have. Do you feel like this is the... Um, I, I hope some people... I hope I don't usurp anyone's favorite wrestlers. Like, I don't want... I don't want people to be tearing down posters and, like, take no hurts, <laughs> but, like... If, I, if people like me more, that's nice. I'm tearing down my Marty Jannetty poster and putting you right over top of it. <laughs> I finally surpassed Marty Jannetty. <laughs> Shock one off. 2020, 2021 goal list. Finally done it. Well, and also, I think um, for those who may maybe didn't see it or are still planning to see it, why the match was so important to you and Black. So me and Blank have had, I don't want to say similar trajectories, but we have similar, we're in a similar place right now. We're both people who were given an identity and we were given 
and told what we were. And we ran with it in different ways, but we both came to the same conclusion that this is something that is a relic of past years and of past things. And in order for us to be ourselves, we have to move on from it. Like we have great reverence for everything that came before it, but we knew something, something had to change. And win or lose, we knew that change was going to happen. So we set the matchup, Lucha de Apuesta. Winner gets to take the mask off. Winner gets to have that change. Um, it was a lot. Like, you go through, like, I started wrestling two years ago. Year in, got, a, got, got Max Zero. Got the mask. And was basically told, like I said in my promo, I was told everything. I was told what moves to do, what the character was, everything. And it was weird because like people do like that aspect of Zero, but it's not something that I'm, I've ever been super attached to. And now that all that stuff is kind of no longer important, we'll say, it's something that needed to be, I don't want to say exercise, that makes it sound too dramatic, but it's something that, need, it's something that needed to change for me personally was to have that growth moment to move past it. Um, but yeah. So when you were first getting in and before you were ever given your identity, so to speak, what was your initial plan? Did you have a goal? Did you have something? Did you have a persona that you wanted to take on? Um, so I'm, I'm always more of like, this seems like a fun thing to do kind of person so like when i got into wrestling i didn't come in being first of all i didn't get into wrestling to like super late like super late like every time i tell people like like whenever i see those tweets or those videos they're like what's the first match you ever watched and i'm like 2012 cm punk versus john cena and it's just like I get some weird looks, man, and I'm probably going to get some comments after this about that. But it's like, I got into wrestling very late, and I said, this is very cool, and I enjoy it. I was an amateur wrestler for four years in college, and I didn't get in, like I said, until 2012. And that's 2012, right? Do I have my years right? I, Punk believe, Cena. I believe so. Was it, was it 11? I know it's Money in the Bank. <laughs> it was Money in the Bank. Yeah, you're definitely right on that one. Yeah. Um, but I didn't get into wrestling super early. And I was like, this is super fun. And when I got into training at the Wrestle Factory and at Burger School, uh, Worldwide Wrestling Dojo, <clears throat> I got in because I wanted to have fun. And I wanted to do something that allowed me to not only be creative, but also be physical at the same time. So I always just kind of rolled with whatever was thrown at me. Like whenever it came to gimmicks, like my brain is so full of random ideas that like I could honestly just do an entire thread on Twitter or a video that's just like, here's all the really wacky ideas for gimmicks. I <laughs> like Mr. Azerbaijan too, the man who usurped the original Mr. Azerbaijan. <laughs> or I had a lumberjack idea at one point or like there's just, it's, it was never something about the game. It was more about, is this something that I'm able to have fun with? 
What would have what would have been your saying, your catchphrase as a lumberjack? As a lumberjack, <laughs> that idea never got super far. But, Damn it! <laughs> uh, I don't know, like chop them down. Or something. <laughs> you want to went overly generic with it? <laughs> oh yeah, no, it would be like the most. It would be the most early '90s WWF. Like this is a wrestler, and his gimmick is job. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Butch Butch Pine Fellow, and I'm a <laughs> like, oh, so what do you want? What are you? You're wrestling another job. How does that make you feel? I don't know, but when I cut down trees, it makes me feel excited. I'm getting the same feeling now that I'm wrestling a garbage man or or a milkman or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. Did, been the most did the milkman ever make it to the? Wrestler. WWF? I don't think a milkman did. <laughs> I know the garbage man did. And the dentist. And the yes, dentist. I do the dumpster dressing. Yes. For someone that didn't get into wrestling until 2012, that's a pretty good pull for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, who gets you into wrestling? Like, in the year 2012, when you're watching CM Punk and John Cena, like, where did... Why that time? And, like, who shifts you into um, that direction? So... So where I worked at the time, I worked at a I worked at a summer camp. I did maintenance there, and um, basically what happened was uh, every everyone on the maintenance staff was into wrestling, and it was just like me who was like that that grouchy old amateur wrestling generic like it's not real wrestling. <laughs> and then they're like, just give this a watch, and like I'm like, okay, I'll watch this pay per view. And, like, of course, it just so happened to be one of the best matches WWE has ever put on <laughs> the pay-per-view. I'm sure if I watched any other pay-per-view in 2012, it would have just been like, okay. You would have called, you called it's some like Alberto the Del Rio. stories they've ever told. And I'm just like, well, now I'm now I'm hooked into this. <laughs> and I, now I, I've been watching WWE ever, ever since. And now I watch more New Japan than I care to mention. And, like... I have those. I have those YouTube full playlists that are like, "Here's matches you need to watch." So it's been a it's been a slippery slope since that day. <laughs> are you doing this more as a fan though when you're watching? Or are you doing this more as like, okay, now this is more research than anything else? It's it's weird because like when when you get into wrestling and you watch wrestling and it's like you need to watch because. You're trying to learn and you're trying to find stuff that you want to take but you don't tell people that and you're trying to <laughs> and you're trying to like pick up like sequencing and like what works what doesn't um it's very hard to go in and be like have those have those goggles back on where it's like i just need to watch as a fan i try really hard but every time like i i try to put these goggles on it's like something will happen in the ring i'm like ooh. I recognize that from, <laughs> and then I write something down, and I'm like, "No, I'm watching as a fan." And... <laughs> no, stop it, Pen. You're not supposed to be writing. Damn it. Yeah, she's like, Ugh. and then I throw my notebook away, and then I turn to the side. It's there again. It's like, what has happened? <laughs> Hi, Garris. My cat has come to join us. Hello, buddy. I'm talking to people. Oh, let's go. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um. But right yeah, now we're just like, gonna imagine you were wrestling a cat. Um, <laughs> when it comes to like fundamental wrestling, 
I find it very hard. When it comes to storytelling, uh, that's where I get more invested in things. It's one of the reasons I genuinely really like New Japan and a lot of the stuff the Indies do is because like you can get invested in those stories and like just lose yourself in that story. Like that evil sure is a bad man now that he's betrayed L.I.J. It's just like I can get into that. But like when I'm watching for just for the fundamental, I usually don't watch like New Japan or something that I'm heavily invested in. I'll watch like uh, like I'll watch old catching up on 30 plus years of wrestling that I've missed and like just trying to look at the fundamental things because like I'm not gonna like I, I will be invested in older stuff but it's like I know how this ends like like oh my god if Shawn Michaels going to beat The Undertaker it's like I know how this happens <laughs> so like it's easy wait, wait, wait. spoiler <laughs> alert does he beat him I <laughs> I'll tell you after. Like, <laughs> I don't want to ruin it for everyone else. We're only 10 WrestleManias away since yes. it, it, it's I don't not want to ruin soon. those WrestleManias for everyone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so like the older the stuff goes back, like the easier I find it to not be a fan and watch that stuff for like fundamental stuff and the newer stuff, like stories that I actually care about. Um, that made it sound very crass, and I apologize. It's <laughs> like, the stuff like, I care, it's like, you, no, but like the stuff that's like going on now and actively developing. I think that's because you already know the storylines and how they unfold. Now, yes. now they're they're current, so you don't know what's yeah. going on for the most part. If you're just watching it, like you say, as a fan, like you're not going to try and overthink it and be like, "Well, I know what's going to happen now," even though it might be predictable at times. But you're just watching it to see how it plays out anyway. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of fans lose that nowadays. I want to know how Reginald is going to affect the women's division in WWE. <laughs> he is the most over wrestler in the women's division right now, and I really just want to see him walk away with those women tag titles. They do that often, and, and it catches a load of crap, so to speak, of how they oh. put a man in the women's division and that man is the, now the face of the women's division. Yeah. They did that with Ellsworth. Ellsworth they yeah. did that with Santina. It's, it's wild because he's on both shows now. He's on SmackDown and Raw. <laughs> it's I, like... I actually like the way he, like, I love everything about his character. Like, I've talked to other people that don't, but there's something about him just sucks me in. I really like all his work. I, I love his character, but it's like, it's like if, if you made me a chocolate cake, and then I and I love chocolate cake, but it's like, okay, this is what you're going to be eating for the next three hours, three times a week. And it's like, maybe, maybe I'm not going to be a huge fan of chocolate cake after. Wasn't that <laughs> a scene in Matilda? I've seen in a week. That was a scene in Matilda, right? Mm -hmm, it was. The, the big kid had to eat so much chocolate cake that he wouldn't eat chocolate cake anymore? Chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. So much chocolate cake. <laughs> it's like it's like ooh, here's your here's your dinner sir also here's a plate of chocolate cake it's like no i just want to have dinner <laughs> well there's the second turn we first we had cats now we have chocolate cake oh is this not a food <laughs> show either <laughs> no oh, but <laughs> if it was i will tell you i i will give you some food stories i i am a food connoisseur I love food. I should be on the new man vs. food, but that's a different story for another day. Yeah. But anyway, when it comes to the 
you were saying the more technical aspect of wrestling you don't get as as invested in is that because you were an amateur wrestler and you kind of use that more to your strength right now i think i think so i'm i'm a big proponent of like of like jack of all trade master of none like renaissance a renaissance man kind of thinking where it's like i want to be at least good which is a great way to put myself over right now yes i want to be <laughs> at I least be good. good at i want to be good at every style like i want to be able to step into the ring and like wrestle any any style that comes my way and be like i can do that and i can keep up with anyone who's in the ring with me like i want to be able to go in with like luchadors and be like I can also do this. And like, I want to go in with those catches, catch can guys. And I want to be like, I can do this as well. Like I want to be able to wrestle as many people as possible and be able to like keep up with them as well. So was well. this, was this a tough test going against someone who was more, much more smaller than you and more versed in a luchador type style? Absolutely. Like I usually wrestle the bigger guys. So it's very hard to go against someone who, I don't like he upset me so much, but he is a great wrestler. But like he has a very tactical mind and he, he knows what he's doing in there. So it was a really big test to go in and be like, I might have strength advantage and size advantage, but he absolutely has a knowledge and just a tactical advantage for the most part. And it was a brutal test, and I'm glad that it's something that I was able to do. I think it's funny. When I first saw you wrestle, because just seeing you on posters and whatnot, and actually first seeing you in the ring, shockingly large. <laughs> yes. I like, agree. a lot yes. bigger than I expected. I get that a lot. I want, I've thought about taking my height out of my like the intros, just so people can be even further confused about how tall I am. Yeah, because, I mean, you were wrestling bigger guys, so it wasn't like, yeah. all right, so there's big and there's big, and then when they put you in there with blank, you're like, damn, he is, like, really big. One of one of my favorite, well, actually from the same show, two of my favorite comments I've ever gotten were when I wrestled the, uh, the scramble at Love Frog. Um, me and Big Dan did the stare down. And people were like, oh, Zero is very tall. <laughs> and I was like, yes. And then the very the next comment later in the night was, Zero is blonde, which is my favorite comment ever <laughs> of how shocked people were that, I'm that I do have blonde hair. And I was like, yes, that is also true. I'm tall and blonde, my two defining characteristics. <laughs> I've finally gotten my character over. <laughs> There's never been a tall blonde wrestler ever. I think you're saying. Never been a tall blonde wrestler. Never. I'm breaking ground. I'm... Forget Test, Hogan, all those guys. You are the first. Wait, no, did did no, you no. just say Test before Hulk Hogan? I did. Yes. That was I the agree first name that game. Test before Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I mean, yes. I get that. I get that. But when you're naming blonde wrestlers, if you're going like, I mean, you could have said Flair. Here's the thing. When you say blonde and you want flowing blonde, you want like Fabio blonde, and that's yeah. Test. Yeah, you go Lex Luger. Lex You could go that's Lex Luger. Well, Lex Luger was like more like like uh, like rooster cut mullet style. Yeah. 
But for the time period, that was definitely a solid, a solid blonde head. Yeah. There was a time period that long and blonde hair in wrestling was like the. I mean, the style. I mean, they have a tag team that was literally called the Hollywood Blondes. Yeah, the Hollywood Blondes. <laughs> um, and then it transitioned into long black hair. Mm-hmm. Long thing. black hair with beards is a current one. <laughs> Did the man bun ever catch? I, I wish it would. <laughs> like we've been in we've been in the era of long black hair with beards for so long that I'm just waiting for the next the next style to pick up. Okay, so if you are able to demask, can you bring back the bowl cut? Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> you said you were waiting for something to come back. I think this is the perfect. Um, I, I shouldn't use these words for evil. Like that, like that. That's a real monkey's paw situation <laughs> where it's like I wished for something, and it's like, ah, you weren't specific. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you've been invited into the masterful, crazy mind of me. Yes. You're I would. I would be okay with the next one being bald. If we can go back to bald, I would be fine. Get that. Get that bald or, or man bun. Something. Something fun. Let's let's change it up. I'm thinking pigtails. <laughs> I think it'd be very funny to go from the the style of long blonde, long, long black hair to bald, and that's like there's no middle period between them. It's just like one day everyone has long black black hair, and then the next day the style's bald. <laughs> They're bald. They're bald. I, would, I think Seth Rollins would look great bald. <laughs> I, I, does he get rid of the beard too uh, i don't think i've ever seen seth rollins without a beard so uh, that's what i'm saying if this I, don't, is, I don't know what that would look like if this is the new trend and we go bald do we have to lose beard too and we're just complete like hmm I think beer. I think beards are fine to keep. We'll keep beards. I was gonna say I don't, don't want to go too radical. I don't know if you can market a bald, beardless Rollins for merch. It'd be, it'd be quite something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to see them try. I would love. I mean, Str- Strowman pretty much did it. Yeah. I like Strowman's to see. Bald, big beard. Yeah, I'd like to really? see him get rid of the beard too and go bald all the way around. I think that's a new. That's way to another get person where it's like I feel like, I feel like the people in WWE who have had beards for as long as they've had. If I ever saw them like fully shaven, I wouldn't recognize them. Like they would come out to the music, like to their music. Like Braun would have the train up on the screen, and I'd be like, "Oh, it's Braun Strowman." Then he'd come out, and I'm like, "Who is that?" <laughs> Does Braun, is Braun Strowman part of a tag team of equally tall people? Who's this person? <laughs> Didn't they do that with a, an angle? Who's where this they... bald beardless man who's with him? <laughs> is that, um, that did happen recently. Not That's... recently, but like within the last few years. Uh, Seamus shaved off his beard. And he posted it to Instagram, I think. And I looked at it for maybe five minutes and could not for the life of me like piece together in my brain that it was Seamus. <laughs> Like, I was like, who is this that I'm following? <laughs> who are you, beardless man? Yeah, who are you, beardless? beardless he, insta- giant, he instantly giant got younger, though. Man. He 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 dropped like five to ten years as soon as you shave. Yeah. 
I could never do it. Like, huh. <laughs> I could never. I don't want those ten years to go away. No, nah, I, I look weird. No, nah, I don't like. I don't like the freshly shaven like all the way around. It's like when Daniel Bryan shaved his beard off. Like he yeah, had yeah, that, that years. That was really mm-hmm. weird. He looked, he was another yeah. one. He's like, oh my god, he's like thirteen now. Yeah. And then he, then he came back and was just fully shaved, and I'm just like, I don't. I don't know who this man is. I can't get behind this yes movement anymore. <laughs> I guess this is the new leader of the yes movement. This is like kind he of started this. growing his beard back. And I'm like, Daniel Bryan, you're back. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> There's was another the... guy here who wrestled exactly like you without a beard. That was the maybe movement. <laughs> so, Max, you did talk about um, obviously getting, getting handed this character. It especially in professional wrestling, because most people, when they look at professional wrestling, they look at it as an art. And for you to just be handed this and go, this, do you do this, you do yeah. these moves, all that, and then watch other people be able to put things together and, and create this, whatever their gimmick would be, that had to be frustrating. I mean, I couldn't even imagine looking at that and watching other people do that, be able to do that. It, it was both frustrating and also not because it was nice to have like a a base of which to start at like i was like i was told like what i would be and then it was like okay what parts of this it was almost like a thought exercise at a point because it's like because like i'm like i'm not big enough to be like Okay, I can like to a like to a promoter who gave me this character to be like, I'm gonna change stuff. But it was a fun thought experiment to be like, okay, what about this character do I enjoy? And what, like, what do I like? What do I enjoy doing with this? And like, the more I like, if you go back and listen to early Zero stuff. It very much sounds different than what it is now. Zero is closer to my own personality at this point. Like it's just this weird himbo of a person who's just like, like just this real goofball who can beat you up if he wanted to. And early on, he really wasn't that. He was he was very much like I said in that promo, like just like a nostalgia pop for a character and it was so like i i slowly like morphed him like i did that it was just in wandavision i like shifted theseus that was like if i take away one board at a time eventually eventually this is just how it is and and i do and i do love I do love doing this, like this character that I get now, like this whole, it's, it was less about getting rid of everything that I had done, like doing like the whole character and the whole thing. It was more about that freedom to change to anything that I wanted, that it's be to wholly be mine now. Like, and so what got you to that point? This this, this silly himbo guy. Like, it's very close to me, personally. Like, I love him. Like, it's great. 
So what got you to this point? Like, why was it? What got you here, basically? Uh, so zero, so I started out very serious. And then while I was trying to do a serious, like, um, while I was trying to do this serious character that was just like, it just didn't fit. Like I, every time I would try to do it, every time I would try to cut a promo or every time I was like, what's a fun care? What's a fun, like, what's like a, it's like, how do I put this the best? It's like, if you try to like, if you're in D and D and you're not feeling your character, like, and you're just like, how would this character respond? You're like, I have no idea. And that's, that's where I was coming in. Cause it was so different from me as a person that it was like, how do I respond as this character? Hi, my name is Max Zero, and um, I'm going to have fun today, and I'm going to win the match. And like, that's, and it's just like, it was that. It was a very serious, just nice guy. And I was like, I need to add something to this. And like, slowly but surely, I just started adding, I just started posting goofy stuff. And I started just, I basically made, my Twitter into my own personal Twitter. Like I know a lot of people are on team, like your your Twitter should be like a business, but I was just like, I ate a lot of cheese today. <laughs> and sometimes that, that's a I tweet I did. Sometimes <laughs> the relatable like, stuff works. Yeah, I ate a lot of cheese. And it was just like, the more I would do that stuff, the, the more comfortable I felt in front of the camera and the more comfortable I felt in the ring. So slowly I would just like, like push that block a little bit closer to the edge each time. I would just do like, they do that. And then it'd be like, what silly stuff can I do now? And it's just like, that's great. I love it. So where do you hope that this brings you? Like what, what is your next step? I have what I would like to do. I would like to go back to everyone in every match I've ever had, who has thought that it was a good idea, like I'm gonna win by twisting this luchador's mask off to get the win. And I just wanna punch each and every last one of them in the face. That's, say, that's say that CC very Boot, calmly. That's Ryan Nova. That's so many people. And that's what I would like. <laughs> I would like that opportunity to be like, hey, that thing that made me uncomfortable and that thing that I was trying to break away from, that's gone now. And I am a very big, very strong person <laughs> who's just going to throw you around this ring. So I'm glad you the words that you just said came out of your mouth because you couldn't have a better opportunity coming up in next month's uh, Camp Leapfrog event, which is Matt Mikowski's Frog Sport. I mean, it seems like that is perfect for you to get in there and do something like that at that That's event. It. If I get those ninjas come to my house, <laughs> drop off a letter, and I have that moment where I'm like, what is frog sport? I will be there in a heartbeat. And God help whoever draws against me. I love this idea because, well, I mean, it, the event itself that has grown, grown into with 
Josh Barnett's Bloodsport for now Camp Leapfrog to be doing I mean, because Matt Mikowski was the originator I believe the first one I think was Matt Mikowski's and then Josh Barnett took it and, and ran no, with it was it. Matt Riddle it was, uh, Matt Riddle I'm sorry it was Matt Riddle yeah, yeah. No, it was Riddle wrong Matt my fault um, <laughs> but now with who I mean Matt Mikowski every time we watch Bloodsport he seems to really shine in it anyway so kind of makes sense for it to when it is now Frog Sport, him to lead it because he is a monster in there and incredible. And every every single time you see his match, it's something innovative, it's something new. So they to don't put call this, him Weapon X for nothing. Yeah, to put this character, all these characters, I can't wait to see how how it's done because, the, like we said before, the characters in in uh, Camp Leapfrog are amazing in themselves. This is completely different for them. This exactly. Is, again, this is another completely different avenue that they're going down. I, I've said it a bunch, and I know other people have said it, but if I don't see Matt Mikowski on my TV screen before 2022, there has been something that has happened. There's something horribly wrong with wrestling right now. Yes. Politics. He is, every match that I see him in, it has blown me away. Mm-hmm. Here's right. the thing with Matt. He's doing a lot of things that he's putting a lot of things together and making them his own and there are things that you don't get to see like yeah you get to see a crucifix powerbomb but you don't get to see a crucifix powerbomb into a leg lock like he does like his own twist on all these power moves into submissions is something that nobody else at least on like you said on tv is doing like there's no almost no defense for it like I, w- I was watching, I was watching live with Matt, and when that happened, I literally had to leave my computer. Like that blew me away. And what's also great about Matt Mikowski's Frog Sport is that, like we were talking earlier, like Camp Leapfrog has so many good characters, but we also have some real, real tough people there. Like we have people who can hang with some of the best shoot fighters at this camp. And it's just a great opportunity for those people. If I get invited, I get invited. But I understand if I'm not on there, there's so many people at that camp who could just wreck shop there. Okay, so if you are invited, who's the number one name that you hope draws your name? If I could fight anyone at camp. Yep. (laughs) And not get yelled at by HR supervisor Masha Slamovich. Yes. Uh, that's a big reason why we don't fight people at camp. We don't want to get yelled at by Masha. <laughs> that's true. But this yelling is, usually this is happens the... while she is suplexing you through a table. Yeah. Um, this one, you're actually allowed to fight people, though, so I think it's okay. Yeah. Um, huh? Like, I love him, but I would, I would absolutely fight pancakes. every time he's on on twitter every time he's on twitter and he's like i'm immortal i'm just like okay buddy you're picking on pancakes come on yeah i would i would fight pancakes i would fight matt um there's so many like who's your biggest challenge give me give me big dan again biggest challenge obviously calyx there's no one bigger see i'd like to see him mix it up with devontas I would, I would love to fight Big Callus. There's, 
Like we have so many people, like any of the goons, any of them, just any of them. <laughs> just because they're like goons? Goons. It's because they're goons. Like we, like it's every, I get asked this sometimes and it's like the question, it's, this is similar to the question of who would you like to wrestle? Which sometimes gets asked, like, like every, every year at the start of the year, there's like, here's my list of people I want to wrestle. And I'm all, I always struggle with it because I literally want to wrestle everyone. And it's like, it's like, if you put, if you like, if I show up at an event and you're like, here, you're wrestling this one, I'm going to go, cool, let's fight. <laughs> they might not have a fun time, but I'm going to fight them. <laughs> like I, it's very, it's a very hard question to answer for someone who just really likes fighting and really enjoys wrestling. Cause it's like, yes, there's obviously the names that everyone should want to face. Like, like if, if you, if you're a wrestler in 2021 and you don't have Max the Impaler on your list of people you want to wrestle this year, go watch a match, Max the Impaler match. Cause that's literally the only thing I can think of about why that is not a thing. Uh, but stuff like that. It's like, I just, there's so, like, I'm so young in my wrestling career. I've been wrestling for, I've been in ring wrestling for about a year. I haven't wrestled that many people. I've been in a lot of scrambles, a lot of trios. I was in a Cipernetico, which is wild to think about when you just learned the fact that I've only been doing this for a year. So like I've been in so many matches where it's like, here's like six people you're gonna wrestle. And then like you talk, you like wrestle all of them and you're like, that was awesome. Singles match? Like a big one, this is, it was supposed to happen. This was supposed to happen and it didn't. I here's my answer for who I want to fight the most at camp. Give me Devontae's. That's that was who I said while Larry was was talking over me. I had been waiting for over a year. It was supposed to happen and it didn't. (laughs) So that would have been my pick for you for Frog Sport would have been Devontae's. I will. And as sponsors, I'm going to try and throw my weight around as much <laughs> as I possibly can to get that match to happen. Uh, there is. I don't think we have that pull, though. I don't think we do either. Damn it. But you could try. We could definitely try. I mean, social media is a powerful, powerful resource. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if like, we're annoying I enough, we could have. Those questions. And I always feel bad because I'll, like someone will be like, hey, like 2021 like make your list of who you want to wrestle go and i'm just sitting there in front of a computer and i can't just write the word everyone up there like it's just like i sit there and i'm like it literally is everyone like let me wrestle as many people as i possibly can well here's the thing i think that it's going to become easier for you to get that opportunity if that makes sense. I think that your character now and the way you've been breaking out and fans are starting, more and more fans are starting to get behind you that it's going to be less scrambles and less multi-man matches and it's going to be more like, okay, let's see let's see what this new guy, quote-unquote, new guy's got. I, I hope so. Like, 
And I also hope those scrambles and trios don't go away because if who doesn't love a good scramble? That is true. Right? They if they kick off a show, that usually sets the pace for the show pretty well. Mm-hmm. I love me a good scramble. So Max, hey. is there a uh, I guess indie company aside from Camp Leapfrog, of course, that you look at and go, man, I really want to get there. Whether it's you know beyond Limitless, where you want to work uh, a good amount. Um, I have, my, I have my little list stuff like um, like like um, like Paradigm. Like we were talking about weekly shows. Like yes. for me, the best weekly show. It, it's not a, it's not airing right now, but like no the No Hook series. Like so good, so phenomenally good every single week. Um, of course, stuff like the big ones, Limitless, Beyond, but that's like that's like my. That's like my Max the Impaler answer. It's like every everyone everyone in wrestling should, if you've seen a Beyond match or you've seen a Limitless match, like you should be like, man, that is a cool place to work. Um, Invictus is another one that I've always enjoyed. Every show that I've ever watched, the, the one show that they've had. I've enjoyed their shows. Um, I don't know because I had I had a list and then it was like. It, it's like all the big ones. I don't really have any like surprise dark horse places. Like it's, it's literally just like these places that's like, for me, going to these big places is like cool. Like I love these promotions and they're going to give me that opportunity to fight people. And it's going to give me that platform to then be like, go fight more people. It's like if I'm on, if I'm on a limitless card, and then, like, people see me absolutely, dis- I don't know, destroying Love Dog or someone. <laughs> Wrestling Love Dog, we have a banger. Like, other places are going to be like, cool, you know that goal of fighting everyone? That becomes more feasible the more eyes I get on me. I like how you pick your prey. And you just randomly <laughs> spread out names. And then you laugh very evilly to yourself. If I destroy Love Dog. <laughs> I like how I pick Love Dog. It's like, I pick the one guy who's just, like, out there trying to find... Just love out there, and it's like, <laughs> if I absolutely crush his dreams and hopes, he wants love, anybody. and I shall take everything from him. <laughs> I will give him no love and take everything. I think we're start slowly but surely, we're starting to find this new gimmick of you just crushing dreams. I hope not. <laughs> I was a nice guy before, but now I have to crush your dream. No, 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 I'm taking this. This is mine. Your dreams are now mine. Oh, you could carry a dream catcher. (laughs) (laughs) Even though we can't see your face, I kind of imagine what you what you were looking like when you said that, which made it much better. I just like there's a reason like I just go on and, like by the way my middle name is Dream Smasher. Like <laughs> Maxwell Maximilian Dream Smasher Zero. I you know what? I like it. It's new, it's fresh. I don't think anyone's doing it. I, I say I say we, we sign off on this right now. And most of all we came up with it, so it's even better. Well no, Max is came it, up with it. We just is it better than the lumberjack image? Is it better than than Butch Pinefellow? <laughs> I don't know. Butch Pinefellow. Eric Lumberjack extraordinaire. If I ever need a tree chopped down, I know who I'm calling first. 
Um, but for promotions that I would like to go to, there's a very like they put on such fun shows. I love old old wrestling. Oh, I love their style. I love that, and I would love to go to old wrestling, like like just just so I got to do some old timey accents, even for that. Like like re- wrestling is fun, but 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 uh but wearing old old 1920s speakeasy clothes and getting to talk like and then from the 20s is an even more fun prospect to put me uh, so you sound like you'd be perfect for my medieval times promotion, promotion that i hope i hope to start someday uh we one of my one of my favorite um shows that i've ever seen live i'm a baby in wrestling so i haven't seen a ton and ton of shows live so this might come to a surprise for some people because like i know there's people out there who have seen like hundreds of shows live and i'm like i've seen like maybe like 25 50 like it's it's, it's not a big number but we had a thing that was called i think it was called shakespeare shakespeare and wrestling or renaissance wrestling and essentially what they did is that they combined shakespeare with wrestling and it was so much fun and it was just so unique and i had a blast at it and who ran this one what's up and who ran that show i do not remember but um the grimy the grimy scots were in it if you know um flying d mm-hmm. they're down they were down there a bunch um but it was so much fun because they would just like go through different Shakespeare plays and like just that, add add this add the the fun silly thing that we love of wrestling into it and it fits so well for a lot of them and it was just I had a ball at it I don't know if any I don't know if any of the other people I went with had as much fun as I did but <laughs> boy did I have fun <laughs> so uh, Max going forward we want to we want to thank you first of all for coming on and talking with us after such a great match and and hopefully people will go on independent wrestling's facebook page watch the event because it was a great event all around but a insanely good main event you and blank absolutely killed it we won't give away the the ending but it is definitely worth the watch so we hope people watch and uh, we hope to uh see you uh soon uh well we really hope to see you on frog sport that's obviously, but then uh, going on maybe on our TV on one of those promotions you talked about. You guys will be the first ones to know if I get attacked by ninjas. <laughs> I hope so. We always like my, to be the first my friends get turned into ninjas, in ninjas, and then I have to fight them off and get a get a letter that's vague about what frog sport is. I, I will let you guys know. If they hand you a letter, you hand them a dream catcher. Yes. <laughs> I'll be I'll be like, do you want Bruce Pine fellow? <laughs> do you want? You okay. do you want for this show? I have a thousand gimmicks up here. So you they hand you a letter, you hand them an axe. <laughs> and I hand them a flannel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Max, thank you so much again. Well, promote anything you have coming up before yes. we end this. Um or keep it a secret. Nothing. They're coming up. Um, I will promote Matt Mikowski's stream, Weapon X. Um, 
Uh, it's, I always forget. It's Weapon X Matt. Mm -hmm. um, we stream on Tuesdays and Thursdays. At 9 on Tuesdays, we play games. It's usually me and some rotating cast of me, Pancakes, CC Boost, um, Phil Stanford's Wrestling's president, and usually um, whoever is available. So we've had Molly McCoy on. We've had big calyx on before we have Boomer hatfield we have a lot of good people on there and then on thursdays recently we've been watching through um the signature series on beyond then afterwards we've been playing games for quite a while so stop on by and say hi it's always a lot of fun it's nice meeting new people and having if you've enjoyed these random tirades that have been sprinkled throughout this episode um those streams are sometimes literally just me doing that for three hours <laughs> running with running with something and then like two hours later being like have you have you ever thought about how there's so many different types of cheeses and matt has to stop and it's great <laughs> so please stop by um please go check out either if it's on iwtv or it's on facebook uh, the independent wrestling please go check out all the camp leapfrog shows love every single one of them camp is great please go support them um i don't know I, I guess i'll shout someone out randomly if you're not currently following either pancakes on twitter or following the spoiler on twitter please do so uh, the spoiler does not nearly get as much love as he deserves. He is one of the funniest Twitters I've ever, <laughs> I've ever seen. Uh, so please go follow them if you are not currently. And Pancakes always deserves some love. Like he, he's the Gill of the wrestling world, and you know your Simpsons. And <laughs> we just really need to support him at all times. So please go follow. Oh him. man, fantastic <laughs> wrestler. Um, and yeah, go. The I guess also follow Camp Leaf Frog on Twitter if you're not currently following. Keep up to date on everything, updates on Matt Mikowski's Frog Sport, up to date on any future events we have. Um, I know they the frog interns work hard to put out daily notices for everyone. But yeah, thank you very much for having me on. Well, thank you. It was so much fun. I got to talk about cats, I got to talk about wrestling. It's a perfect Monday I got to night. Pitch my, I got to pitch my terrible lumberjack gimmick. Okay. It was a, all around a good show. I think all in all, we we, we put this one in the the A, the A category. Yeah, we covered enough. Cats, lumberjacks, wrestling, chocolate cake, chocolate cake, chocolate cake, uh, dreamcatcher. Reginald from Reginald being the number one women's star in WWE. <laughs> yes, Red. <laughs> Pancakes, unfortunate. Demise. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You, you lifted them up and then you called if them. My goal is to fight everyone. Everyone else's goal is to fight yes. pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Max. Thank you so much again. And uh, we hope to be talking to you soon. Have a good night. Thank you, guys.